The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N. BET state restrictions apply. Driver, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Still living in a world where Ricky Stenhouse is the Daytona 500 champion. This is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He is Cody Zeeb. I am Rod Gomez. I am still bitter, but don't, uh, don't put that against me. I, I really just, uh, again, we were talking about it a little bit offline. Cody, I know, I know. We love when the small guys win. We love when the people win that aren't supposed to win. But come on, man. Yes, I do hate not cashing the winning bet, but I am happy for Ricky. I'm happy for their their organization. It's always good to see the, the small guy win. I heard a couple of different people. I think uh, Denny Hamlin mentioned it. I think uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. as well. But basically like a $3 million swing for that team by winning a race like that. Like. Wow. That's how much extra money they earn just from the the purse, not only to finish in first, um, but all the extra sponsorship stuff and whatnot that ties in with it. Obviously, they've got one of the most solid sponsorship deals in the garage. I mean, Kroger is their sponsor for every single race. Now, they use other brands along with Kroger through the Kroger partnership. And this, you know, Cottonelle was on there this time. You see Sunny D, all this other stuff, but it's all tied in through Kroger. But the sponsorship stuff that it will bring to the team. Uh, We've seen that with Michael McDowell, even two years after um, winning the Daytona 500, some of those relationships that that he got from winning it um, have stuck around and helped the team out. So it's always good to see. I I do hate we didn't cash the winning bets, of course, but we were were both close with with our Kyle Busch, with our Joey Logano, but that's all right, Rod, because we're back this week and uh, we're going to clean it up here at Auto Club. And we'll just totally forget about the Daytona 500 anyways. It's fine with me. And by the way, I've played the NASCAR game. I know how all that sponsorship stuff works. And I know what the <laughs> sponsor bonuses look like. Uh, but yes, you are absolutely correct. We turn the page now to my home state of California, a little farther south down than me in Fontana uh, for this two-mile track in which no trucks. It's just Xfinity and the Cup guys racing today. Uh, or I'm sorry, this week rather. So, of course, no truck episode. This will be a strictly Xfinity race episode because we're dedicating one full episode to each series because we are giving you all the bets for all the series. Um, So we're excited to be able to be doing this. Once again, I want to thank all of you guys for for tuning in and sticking around, those of you that have stuck around because there's been a lot of you that have stuck around and we know, we see you. I, I know what you guys look like, so I'm, I'm very excited that you're with us. And, uh, yeah, we're about to get to the hardcore betting now on tracks that don't require a spinning wheel to figure out who we're going to bet on. Yes, exactly. And, uh, unfortunately, for Sprint Guy, whatever, 224, whatever, that didn't stick around, already second episode of the week. We're already going to be diving into bets. We've got a full slate for you today. couple of things first before we get into that. Um, we're going to do his other favorite part, the history lesson for the day. Uh, on this date, 75 years ago, February 21st, 1948, a mechanic and auto repair shop owner named William 
Bill France Sr. started the National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing um, 75 years ago today, incorporated. Obviously, we know it today as NASCAR. Uh, so, yeah, 70, the official 75th birthday of NASCAR as we celebrate this uh, diamond anniversary for the series. Happy birthday, NASCAR. That's exciting. What a special episode, then. We are excited yeah. for our uh, 75th birthday. Happy birthday, NASCAR. Let's celebrate with uh, cash and some tickets, man. This is, uh, this is incredible. Sounds like a solid plan to me. I love it. What else you got, Cody? One other thing uh, that I saw, it's it's been kind of reported in a few places. I don't remember. I don't have the original source in front of me, but uh, nothing confirmed yet. But it sounds like NASCAR is exploring the single lug nut for the Xfinity series next season in 2024. Uh, again, that's an unconfirmed report. It's not from Bob Pockris or, or any of the Jordan Bianchi, the guys who we usually get most of our for sure news from. But uh, if this report holds true, then obviously Xfinity would move to the same thing as the Cup Series with the one lug nut. At that point, you'd be two full seasons into the Cup Series uh, and having that done. I know last year in the Daytona 500, we saw two or three loose wheels. We didn't have any issues at Daytona this year. Um, and there's going to be issues throughout the season. It's going to happen. It's unlikely that it won't. But just the fact that it, it has already improved from what we saw last year. Uh, with the full another year under the belt, a lot of these crew guys do Xfinity and do Cup Series, so and trucks even for that matter. So it would make sense to go to the one lug nut in the Xfinity as well and just have everybody across the board being on the same page there. So that'll be, be interesting to see if they do officially announce that that's going to happen. It would make total sense, and I, I'm surprised that they didn't try to actually start making it official here, and maybe within the course of this season, we'll hear that announcement, because you're right. I mean, a lot of these crew guys, man, you saw it. It was just, it, the timing is so different, obviously, between five lug nuts and one, so if you've been training for your whole life to do five, switch to one, you know, that's one thing. You know, you, you can be able to get that if, if that's the only thing you do. But then they ask you to come back around and do five again after you've just trained yourself to do one. Listen, I'm 47 years old, I think, at this point. See, I don't even know. I lose track of how old I am. How, how am I supposed to pay attention to how many lug nuts I'm, I'm zipping through? Like, one, five, I don't know. And I'll walk up and, you know, like those quarterbacks look the wrong way when they're, they're trying to hand off after a bad play call. That, that's what I'd look like. So I, I would I would highly back Xfinity going to one lug nut too because we've seen I mean the Xfinity cars change along with the Cup cars over the course of the history of the sport so it's not out of the realm of possibility for it to happen here. Yeah, I mean that seems to be the way of the future, right? That's that's how the open wheel guys do it. Cup Series is in it, and it's not going to change at this point. Uh, so I think that it'll continue to just trickle down through the series. So it, it really does make sense as kind of the next step in making those cars a little bit more like the cup cars. Well, they will be racing again in Fontana, California this weekend, Saturday, February the 25th, 150 miles, 150 laps rather around this two mile paved track for a total of 300 miles on here. Some of the past winners of this race, it reads like a who's who of the uh, of the Cup Series, really. It's Cole Custer last year. We'll talk about him. Harrison Burton the year before that. Cole Custer again the year before that. Joey Logano, Kyle Larson, Austin Dillon, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, some guy named Kyle Busch three times in a row, and then Joey Logano, and then Kyle Busch again. Holy hell, you notice a pattern? All the way back to 2008. If you weren't Kyle Busch or Joey Logano, you weren't winning this track. So, uh, you know, now we get to see some different names take the track. There was no race last year. Uh, no, there was no race two years ago in 2021, rather, uh, because it's still COVID restrictions. Uh, so there's really been not a whole lot of uh, track history in the last, I don't know, three or four years worth of noting other than Cole Custer's two big wins. But again... A little bit different different lineups that we're going to see this week versus what has been uh, offered up in the past. Because, like I said, if you weren't Kyle Busch or Joey Logano in Fontana, you could probably just hope for second, and, and that would be it. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, you go back and look at, you know, 
last season again. Noah Gregson's the AJ Allmendingers, the Ty Gibbs that dominated a majority of the season. They're gone, so it is going to be kind of a different look this year. Obviously, Cole Custer is full time now. Last season, he was a Cup guy coming down into the Xfinity, uh, but he's full time. A couple of other Cup guys in this uh, in the entered into the race rather. Austin Dillon is going to be in that number ten car for Colleague. Uh, we had talked about that. He's going to be doing some some races there. Uh, Joe <laughs> Joe Graff Jr. is going to be racing in the Joe Gibbs car. I thought that was notable. He's not a Cup guy, but generally he's in pretty subpar equipment. I don't know that he's going to do great in that, but it will be interesting to see what he can do in decent equipment there. Tyler Reddick, he's going to be in the twenty four car for Sam Hunt, um, and then. There is one other cup guy, Ross Chastain. Uh, he's going to be in the 91 uh, Mario Goslin car. Uh, he ran a few races for them last season, and he's going to jump back down into the series and, and run this weekend again for them. That's, uh, again, that's a lot of names versus what we saw last week in Daytona. So a lot of these guys trying to pull double duty in, uh, in California as well. Uh, things to keep an eye on, but again, we talked about it a lot of times now. We've seen these these Xfinity guys sort of hold serve on their own turf versus the Cup guys. We haven't necessarily seen, especially last season, um, I feel like we saw a lot more. But who knows, obviously, because with, another, with just one season already under their belts for these Cup guys, maybe they are going to feel a little more comfortable in, the, um, in this car now again since it's not brand new, the... the uh, the next gen car is not brand new anymore, so they know what they're expecting when they get back in. So, who knows at this point? Now, now we're back into the unknowns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, again, this race is on Saturday. It will be at. Uh, I'm pulling up the time. I'm clicking through tabs right here. It will be at 5 p.m. Eastern on Saturday, February the 25th. So, late night race for y'all out there on the south and the and the east. But for us, it's a good old-fashioned 3 o'clock start for us. So uh, happy to be on the West Coast in this instance. So, um, There you go. <laughs> all right, Cody. This race is well and truly set up. Let's come back and start getting into the bets for the, what is it, Production Alliance 300. Remember, we didn't say that last This is a shorter week. one. This is a shorter one this week. That's just two words and then the number, not the beef period. It's what's for dinner period. <laughs> comma exclamation point x whatever the hell was last week <laughs> i'll read them all i don't care that's that's the whole point of this but yes so uh, we didn't read this one last year because we didn't do the race so uh i had right. to i had to remember it so all right we'll come back with the bets after this but before we do let's tell you about win bets the official online sports book of the sports gambling podcast network WinBet is active in a bunch of states and there's tons of ways to win including live betting and same game parlays also known as WinBets, build your own bets. You want great promos, odds, payouts? It's all happening right now at WinBet. I know that you're ready to play. Sign up today. You're going to get a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited, of course, to state availability. And if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you're going to get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state of play through WinBet is available. If you or somebody who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. There are bets to be made and many of them on the Xfinity series. Ah, folks, get in the Discord because as the books continue to release stuff, we always jump more in there, um, and we basically fill your pockets with tons of picks. But of course, as we always do, we pick our six favorite from the Xfinity series. Normally, it was six favorite from all three, but again, since we're breaking it out over three different episodes, uh, or two in this case, we're giving you six bets that we like across the board for Xfinity, uh, the Xfinity series race. And, uh, and and explaining them all to you. So, Cody, let us begin with you, as we always do. What is your favorite first bet here of the the Production Alliance 300 from Fontana, California? Well, the rod jumped into the dock before I did, and he stole some of my thunder at the end of the bets. So I'm going to steal his thunder early. Cole Custer is the man this week. Last season, he ran down in the 0-7 car, 
I don't even remember the RSS Greenlight Racing or something like that. I think it's yeah, some some crazy small team and dominated. Car was set up by Stuart Haas. We all knew that, but he torched the field, led 80 of the 165 laps. Um, and now this year, he's full time in the Xfinity Series, going to be in the double zero car. We talked about it in the off season when the guy thought we weren't talking about futures, and we were. Uh, but Cole Custer is going to have a great season. I see him winning five to 10 races, probably. I think it's good chance it could start this weekend, but I'm going to take Cole Custer at top three. It's minus 120. Not anything great as far as odds wise, but 120 is not bad. And this gets him in the top three. So if he doesn't win, this covers you for him being up there, a late race pass. If somebody else shows up crazy, there is other cup guys in this field. Um, I don't know. You are going to talk about one of the other cup guys. I don't know that I'm super impressed with any of their rides necessarily. Tyler Reddick, really good on this type of track. But we talk about it with John Hernemacek when he was in that car for Sam Hunt. The equipment's not as good. Now Tyler Reddick, much, much more talented than John Hernemacek. And so I think we'll still see him run well, but I don't know that he's just going to smoke the field like you would expect if he was in a JGR car or something like that. Um, but Custer, I think, is going to be one of the three best out there unless something crazy happens to him, blows a tire, gets in a wreck or something. He's going to be fast. He's going to be good. I expect him to be competing all day. So a top three at minus 120 feels like pretty easy money to me. Uh, I concur with you on that one, and I'll make my case for him uh, later on as well. Um, Bobby Dodder, that was the uh, that was the name of the, the car owner that yes. uh, that he was in last season in that 07. So, again, you get no argument from me. I basically think uh, he is a lock for a top three at the very least, uh, given that he's won this twice in the last three years. So, um, and again, I'll, I'll even make a stronger case for him later. Spoiler alert, of course. Uh, so, I'll just move on to my next bet, and now I'm going to give you Josh Berry as a top three car. Uh, I like his odds on this one, plus 140. It's really difficult to find good top three value, I think, in my opinion. Uh, Cody, I, I could be wrong. Yep. But, no, uh, yeah, I was having trouble finding top three um, value on this one. But I, I do like B Josh Berry at plus 140 for a top three finish. He finished. He's only had one Xfinity Series race here uh, as an Xfinity racer. He finished fourth in that race. So, I mean, I'm not, again, good at math, but fourth is only one spot off of third, which means uh, he's got a very real shot at doing that. And here's the thing about Josh Berry, too. We watched that eight car do very well for itself all throughout last week's race at Daytona. He was around at the end, right? He was up with his teammates at the end. Could have sniffed probably a top three finish at Daytona. Maybe could have won if something shook something. But, yeah, unfortunately, he got hung out to dry by his teammates. Now, this race, he doesn't have to necessarily worry about his teammates all that much, and he can do what he's got to do to get where he's got to get, uh, and he doesn't have to worry about a teammate hanging him dry on the last couple of laps uh, and, and, and just basically sending him to the rear of the field in, in a sense. Um, but, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm very high on his potential. I like the way he looked last week, and on a track where he already has a top-four finish as an Xfinity driver, I don't think it's far-fetched to see him as a top-three driver this week. Yeah, well, I agree with you there. Barry, again, he's going to be one of the top. I mean, we kind of, again, we'll have to see how the season goes, but we kind of expect a big three to form again in the Xfinity series, and it's going to be Custer, it's going to be Allgaier, it's going to be Barry, uh, in my opinion at least, and so I don't think he's going to be a bad bet on any given week. My next one, going to go a little bit out on a limb here, but – for the odds that it's at, I really, really like this one. I'm going to take Brandon Jones to win Group A at plus 700. So he's 7-1. to one. Now, this is a really fucking loaded group. So I'm going to toss that out there. It is very loaded. You got Cole Custer at the top of the group, plus 250. Obviously, I just told you I think he's going to have the best car, be the best driver. But that doesn't always mean it's a guaranteed thing, right? Justin Allgaier, the second of those big three I just mentioned. Tyler Reddick, of course, we all know what he can do. Again, not the best equipment, but solid. John Hunter Nemechek, he's in really good equipment. He's going to have a good season. He's going to get a couple of wins probably. I'm not as high on him as a lot of other people are, but Josh Berry, again, we, you just talked about him. And then Brandon Jones at the bottom of this group at plus 700. Um, 
my argument here is that at seven to one, Brandon Jones could just go out and beat these guys. It's not, that's the thing is it's yes, this is a very good group. And I expect all of these guys to probably be in the top 10. There's six guys listed here. They're probably six of the top 10 cars, but Brandon Jones can just go beat these guys. He is fast and he is good at, especially at the big tracks, Brandon Jones tracks like Michigan auto club. So this is, you know, it's the super speedways. We got the plate stuff, obviously. And then it's auto club right here at two miles. Same as Michigan, two miles. These are a little bigger than the 1.5s that we see a lot of other places. Uh, and so it's just a raw speed. He's one of those. There's certain guys that can go fast. But looking back last year, he was second place in stage two, uh, led three laps in the race after starting third. Then he got caught up in a wreck. So the finishing result is not there. Got caught in a wreck, but he was fast in qualifying. He was fast early in the race. Noah Gragson finished second place in the number nine car last season. That's the car that Brandon Jones is in this year. So they can set it up correctly. They can make it work, right? Um, and just he's been very good at these types of tracks. I expect him to have an extremely good season. Uh, some other things, he finished seventh at Darlington last season. That's a high wear track. The size isn't necessarily the same, but high wear, tire wear uh, as, uh, is the same as Auto Club. Fourth at Kansas. Again, a little bit of a bigger track this Auto Club is, but higher tire wear. Uh, and then fourth at Michigan, which is the same size of a track with the extra speed there. Uh, I'm very big on Brandon Jones this week. I think, and spoiler alert, but I think he can be a contender to win this race. And so if you're going to give me a guy at seven to one and all he has to do is beat these other five guys, granted, they're probably the five best guys in the field, right? But he doesn't even have to win to pay this off. You get a couple guys that have issues, get in wrecks, or he just flat out beats them and he can cash this and win this group. So again, it's a little bit on a limb, but at seven to one, it was just too good to pass up on. You know, I'm noticing a theme in our picks, uh, and I think it's a lot of uh, these junior motorsports drivers, and maybe because obviously we know the cream usually rises to the top, and it's been junior motorsports over the last couple of seasons, and so um, I don't think anything is changing. Again, at the end of Daytona, what did we see? A group of junior motorsports cars find their way to the front and, and threaten to win, so... Again, I don't think that that's going to slow down. I think Junior Motorsports is going to be good over the course of this season. I think we're going to see quite a few wins from them and and very good finishes uh, from them, which is why my next bet is another Junior sports mo Motorsports driver. That's Sam Mayer. Uh, I've actually got him as a top five driver. Now, I'm not saying that I don't think he could do better than that, but I like his odds for a top five, and that's at plus 175. Again, these top five markets not necessarily uh, priced as sexy as what you'd like to see. And, of course, not as sexy as super speedway racing, of course. Um, but we'll definitely take a plus 175 for a top five. Last season, his only Xfinity start on this track. He finished, you guessed it, one place outside of the place I'm saying he's going to finish this time. That is in sixth place. But... In the stages, he did finish uh, 10th in stage one, found his way up to 8th in stage two to finish 6th. So he was around the front the entire race. And again, this is not like Daytona where you will see a huge shuffling of, of things. I mean, these things usually get... This only had 19 lead changes last season. So, uh, you know, we're not talking several, several thousands of green flag... I mean, 2,000 green flag passes, 2,336... What was it last uh, last race? About five thousand green flag <laughs> passes. So the the action is not necessarily as hot and as heavy on this track as it is obviously in Daytona. So uh, for him to be around the front all day didn't take a lot of coming to the back from the front. Um, so again, I, I I really do think I like what I saw out of these junior motorsports cars. I think they're going to be very fast uh, every week, and I think Sam Mayer top five. I think junior motorsports may dominate this top five. Uh, and really pull home a lot of uh, good stuff for us in the betting world too. Yeah, I agree with you. And you look back at some of the higher wear tracks again, a uh, place like Miami finished fifth there, got a fifth place at Darlington last season as well. Um, those again are the, the higher tire wear tracks, Compa not comparable in size, but comparable in the surface and being able to 
to race on those worn tires. So I will agree with you there. To the to the JRM part of things as well, I think that they're easily the best team in the garage. It's always been them and kind of J- J- uh, Joe Gibbs racing as well. But I feel like Joe Gibbs is really going to kind of fall off this season. Not completely. They're still going to be good. They still got John Hunter Nemechek. But with all the power and, and guys they've had over there over the last few years with Ty Gibbs, with Brandon Jones, with Harrison Burton, you know, the list goes on. Christopher Bell not that long ago. And they've had all these guys. And now it's John Hunter Nemechek. Okay, yes, he's, he's decent. He's fine. But eh, – and then it's Sammy Smith. And it's like – and then you got Joe Graff in your car this week. Like that screams, you know, he, he paid enough to get in this ride, which – Good for him. That's great. But yikes, you know, and so they finished, they were three of the final four cars in the championship last season. And two of those drivers are back this season. So you're going to see us continue to go on that. Brandon Jones is a great addition for them. Um, I think he's going to do really well. We've talked about him already. I'm about to talk about him some more. And and then Sam Mayer, like your, to your point, it's his second season now full time. He's a great young up and coming driver going to be, you know, a little bit more ingrained in there and, and has that year under his belt. So I do like that. However, when he finishes in the top five, I hope that Brandon Jones beats him because my next one is a head-to-head with Brandon Jones over Sam Mayer. Uh, this is minus 110. I already made the case for Jones and why I really like him this weekend um, and the speed I think we're going to see from him. I do think that Mayer can have a good weekend as well, but I think that Jones is going to be the more reliable driver. He's the more veteran driver, um, and so I have a lot more trust in him. And I don't necessarily expect Mayer to compete for the win. Well, I do think that you have something with he could be in the top five. I expect him to be more in the fifth, five to ten range most of the day. Whereas Brandon Jones, I think, will compete to win this race. Uh, so I will take Brandon Jones in the battle of teammates over Sam Mayer at minus 110. I mean, I don't hate it. You look at Sam Mayer's finishes over since Bristol. Uh, this is like the last, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight races. Fourth place at Bristol, eighth at Fort Worth, second at Talladega, 11th at the Charlotte Road Course, seventh at Vegas, fifth at Homestead, sixth at Martinsville, and then 34th in Phoenix. That was a very bad day for, for Sam Mayer. But uh, a lot of top five adjacent finishes outside of some top five. So, uh, yeah, I definitely like the top five of that. And Brandon Jones, yeah, I, I'm okay. Just so long as, again, Sam Mayer finishes in the top five, Brandon Jones can finish uh, wherever he wants in front of that. doesn't matter to me. Um, all right, well, I'm going to double We're down. pretty much laying out our whole scenario so far. I think we so are. Brandon Jones wins. Cole Custer is second. Josh Berry's third. And then uh, – yeah, you got Mayer in fifth there. We're hitting a bunch of bets. Yeah, we are. I mean, I'm telling you right now, we, if this doesn't play out the way we think it does, <laughs> whoo, uh, but I'm going to stick with my Barry. I'll double down on my my Barry love, and I'm going to take uh, Barry over John Hunter Nemechek. I get it. The world just saw John Hunter Nemechek on their TV for almost, I don't know, how many straight hours as he did fantastical things on the Daytona International Speedway. But lest we forget, he's still John Hunter Nemechek, and I'm still not necessarily all that impressed with him. Look at the last couple of finishes from this uh, from John Hunter on this track as an Xfinity racer. In 2018, he started in third place. He finished in 29th place. He ran 147 of 150 laps that were around this. Uh, in 2019, he started in 10th place. He finished in 28th place after a wreck uh, somewhere in the vicinity of lap 82. <sighs> Look, I know that John Hunter Nemechek is the the new toy that people are, and maybe that's exactly why they're doing this head-to-head because of Daytona and they watched John Hunter and uh, Barry battle around the front the for most of the, the, the race. But let's not be fooled, folks. It's not going to be close. Josh Barry is going to be able to uh, pretty much put it on John Hunter Nemechek this week uh, and and maintain this. I know I know that he's in that 20 Gibbs car. I do. But again, we just talked about the strength of Junior Motorsports and what we think they're going to do. So I don't think John Hunter Nemechek's going to even be in the top 10 this week. So give me Josh Berry over John Hunter Nemechek. Oof. That's Rod's, Rod's calling his shot there. <laughs> I, uh, man, I... I hate to hate on John Hunter so much because 
he's gonna have a good season. It's gonna be he's gonna win some races. He's gonna have a good season, but he has proved to us over the last couple of seasons, going from being a Cup driver and being this heralded talent all the way back down to the Truck Series, where yeah, two seasons ago he had a really good regular season, crapped out in the playoffs, was nowhere to be found, and then last year kind of a rough regular season. Again, crapped out in the playoffs and was nowhere to be found in the championship again. It just was very unimpressive when he was in, by far and away, the best trucks in the field, those Kyle Busch Motorsports trucks. And guys like Corey Heim were coming in running part-time schedule and doing more than he was. So <laughs> it's just, I don't know. He's going to have some success. So I don't think, don't be like, oh, wow, there goes John Hernemacek winning. These guys were down on him completely. Because I think that he's going to have flashes. But until he shows us on a consistent basis he's going to be a competitor week in and week out, we're going to fade him. And against a guy that we think is going to be in the big three, quote-unquote, potentially, like Josh Berry, I think that this is a no-brainer to take. Um, and so I fully back you on this. I think maybe he will be in the top ten. But maybe not. Maybe maybe Rod is right on this one. Did we just <laughs> flip the good cop bad cop scenario? Did you become did, a good cop? Rod's just full on. He's in here slamming the desk. You are gonna yeah, just wow. yelling and I, yeah, I'm like wow. Oh, don't be so mean to the guy, Rod. Jeez. <laughs> He's got a family. Look, I'm feisty today, all right? That's all. That's all I got to say. Uh no, I love it. That, that's funny. When we the did not even play, we didn't even do that in rehearsals. We didn't even flip the script like that, and here no, we are. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Did I make some folks uncomfortable? I I know that my my like you know candy outer shell is is what attracts everybody, but yeah, I'm sorry. I just I just showed the sour inner uh, inner core. My bad. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, next up for me, um, despite my love for Justin Allgaier this season. Again, Cole Custer is going to be good this weekend. So I'm going to take him over Justin Allgaier at minus 115. You could argue that this is possibly the two best cars in the field being matched up against each other. I'm never going to count Justin Allgaier out, but Cole Custer, I've already harped on it. I couldn't take him to win since Rod stole that from me. So I wanted to bet on him every other way I could. And I just think that Cole Custer is going to be the class of the field. This is his kind of track. He's going to be on somewhat of a revenge tour, right? He just got kicked out of the Cup Series, demoted, back down. His dad had runs something big and high up at Stuart Haas and still wasn't able to keep his ride in the Cup Series. Had to go back down to the Xfinity Series. So I think that there is going to be a fire lit under him. And like a Justin Allgaier, like a Matt Crafton in the Truck Series, like a Frank Kimmel for so many years in the ARCA Series, I think that Custer is the perfect Xfinity Series driver. He's not a Cup Series driver but he is going to be so good at this level and he could be the next Justin Allgaier where Justin Allgaier is 40 years old and he's been competing forever in the Xfinity series. I think that Custer could be that next guy and could be doing it at a very high level. Um, so I, I just, I have to ride with anything I can get my hands on with Custer this weekend because I, I really do feel like this is his weekend uh, to, to begin this, this tour of what's going to be a very impressive season. Yeah, I mean, again, I, I wanted to find an angle on Allgaier, but also I didn't want to be considered to be, like, boring because I keep going on Allgaier. But, you know, I guess as you guys figure out, and if you're new and if you've been around, you know that we, we have to ride winners when we ride winners. And, and sometimes it's boring, and it may not be sexy television, and I may not thump the table every single time. But, look, we're here to win you money. We're not, you know, and if that means we have to give you the boring pick, that means we have to give you the boring pick because at the end of the day, we want to give you the winners. So, um, and I like your Custer angle. Damn it. I, I like the fact that you, <laughs> you have to continue to, to needle it as we go, uh, but I'll take it. Uh, all right, fine. I will give out my next uh, pick, and you talked about the cup drivers that are entered into this race, one of them being Austin Dillon. I'm going to go ahead and take him over Austin Hill in the battle of the Austins, uh, we just watched uh, Austin Hill repeat as the Daytona 500 winner. So, of course, sharp money's going on Austin Hill, right? Not so fast, my friends. In two Fontana races that he has been as an Xfinity driver in 2020, he started 15th, finished in 16th a lap down. Last season, he started in 8th place after his fantastical run at the Daytona 5, or I'm sorry, the uh, the what. The beef, period, it's what's for dinner, period, 300. 
uh, at Daytona. He started eighth there, finished 27th, ran 162 of the 165 laps that they ran in that race. So Austin Hill, the Daytona hangover is real for him uh, as, as basically I don't think he's going to run quite as well as he did last week in the Daytona 500. As for Austin Dillon, well, hey there, as an Xfinity driver, in 2012, he finished fifth here. In 2013, he finished fifth here. In 2015, 38th, but he had an engine problem, so what can you do there? Uh, in 2016, he won this race, and in 2018, he finished fourth. In five starts on this track, he has four top five finishes and four top ten finishes. So uh, I think Austin Dillon is going to run the hell out of this college car, and I think that he is going to uh, definitely finish higher and it only has to be one position than Austin Hill, who, like I said, will be suffering that Daytona uh, hangover after winning the race last week. Yeah, I agree with you. Austin Hill is going to be a guy we talk about a lot this season, but I don't think that it's here. You look at some of his higher wear tracks as well for comparison. Ninth at Miami. Again, that's decent, but it's not great. Twelfth at Kansas. Uh, the Darlington races a ninth and a tenth. So, again, just nothing too impressive, really, at any of those more comparable tracks uh, to the high wear of this one. And I think there is something to winning that big first opening race, right? Basically locking yourself into the playoffs. Um, and I think that Austin Dillon is being disrespected this weekend. I don't think either of us picked him to win. He is 15-1, to 1, though. It was very hard to pass up on that. And I might toss that in there as a bonus at, with Austin Dillon at 15 to one. I think sometimes people forget these college cars can be really good. They don't necessarily always have the best talent in them. We've seen it with Daniel Hemrick the last two seasons, right? Or last season. And then with him being the first car wrecked out of Daytona last week, he lacks the talent. He lucked into that championship a couple seasons ago in the JGR equipment, but he's just, the talent is not that impressive, but A.J. Allmendinger was able to do good things in that car. Uh, Justin Haley had some success. Ross Chastain had a lot of success. Those guys all up in the Cup Series now. And this season in this quote-unquote all-star car, you're going to have some big names. Kyle Busch is about to race five races in this car. Allmendinger will be in it. Austin Hills or Austin Dillon rather, is going to be in it. So I think that this is going to be a pretty solid car this season. Um, and I do think that Dillon is being disrespected. He's got the and man, he gets disrespected in the Cup Series too. He gets such good results. He's off to a great start for the season. The finish wasn't there at Daytona, but the run was right. He had the great run at the Coliseum in the three car, great run at Daytona until the very end there um, in the three car as well. And so I think that uh, he's getting things going. He's pumped up. He brought he brought Kyle Busch, his grandpa took his watch off and said, hold this while I go beat Kyle, the shit out of Kyle Busch. Now he brought himself Kyle Busch onto the team to make them successful. And I think that's going to translate to him as well. So I love this one. Um, I was very close to actually taking this one uh, instead of the Custer over Justin Allgaier, but I had to get back at you on the Custer side of things. So yeah. I'm glad you put it on there. I very rarely get to the dock first. I, I let Cody usually have first dibs. Rod but... creates the dock every week and still doesn't get there before I do something. Well, I, I defer to the guy that, you know, knows more than I do half the time. So that's why I'm like, I'll defer to you and then I'll pick up the scraps. But this time I felt so strongly about it before the... Oh, I didn't even realize your other... Wow. I didn't even realize your other pick. That's interesting for my next pick. Then. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's to me. I I before the odds same. even came out, I was like, I this is where I want to go. So once once we refreshed and saw odds come out, I was like, bam, I want in this. Yep. So I jump in there. I go to start filling out the bets, and I see Rod only has the winner section filled out at the very end, and I'm like, oh wow, he really wanted to claim his guys this week. Damn right. Uh, but claim right. this one because this one's gonna be fun. Yeah. And so speaking of us not of being on the same page and not even realizing it, this is a guy I like this week in a surprising way riley herbst to get a top five at plus 600 now it is a loaded field we just got done talking about that right and so a little bit of a stretch potentially yes but riley herbst is a very as much as we make fun of him for not winning anything ever he's a very solid driver he is 
let me pull this stat up here that I found because this is absolutely incredible. He is the the fourth driver in NASCAR history to earn a top 10 in his first career cup Xfinity and truck series starts. So he scored a top 10 at Daytona last week in his first career cup series start. So top 10 in all three of them. And the only driver in NASCAR's existence to get a top 10 in his first cup Xfinity truck Arca Arca East and Arca West starts. That is actually very impressive. The only guy in history to do that in all, what is that, seven series of NASCAR's top series. So very impressive for him. Um, But I do like him a lot this week. And I think similar to Austin Dillon benefiting in the Cup Series from Kyle Busch being his new teammate, I think that Herbst is going to benefit from having Cole Custer in that garage with him. We think that Custer is going to be the best car out there. Uh, Both of us, I think, are on the same page with that. And Herbst is going to be in the same type of car, a similar car, basically, if he can get some pointers from Custer. And similar to a Kevin Harvick, he is a guy that is going to get you a solid finish every week. Now, he can't go up and above and beyond and win like Harvick does. He's never won. But he can get you solid top tens every week. I think he could maybe squeeze into the top five. You look back last year, he finished ninth. Uh, he was third at Darlington, a high wear track there. Ninth at Michigan, again, the similar size there. Eighth at Homestead, that's another high wear track. Um, so he's been close and got the top five at Darlington. And at six to one, I think that this is good enough that he's going to be hanging out in the top 10 all day. And again, if you put yourself in position in the top 10, that means you could work your way into the top five. A guy or two has some trouble. We end up seeing some tire wear issues or something. Um, and he could easily squeeze his way into the top five and, and honestly could just race his way into the top five as well. It doesn't have to just be by accident. Um, he is good enough to do that. Uh, will he win? I oof, Maybe we're going a little far there, Rod, but you know, uh, I, I am high on herbs this week. Yeah, it, and it's funny that sometimes you catch yourself doing something you didn't think you were going to do. Uh, but as I was looking down the odds list of the winners and and started to pay attention to what was going on, uh, and I'll get there in a second. But yeah, I caught myself going, "Huh? Quite possibly, maybe this is what I want to do." Uh, but we'll get there. Uh, all right. So, and I agree with you, by the way, and I'll make that case too uh, in a little bit as well. But I'll lay out my last bet here, which is the winning car number over. Nine and a half. But Rod, you say we are going to be giving out a number lower than that. And listen, the field below nine and a half is probably the most loaded that it's ever going to be. Cole Custer, Sam Mayer, Sheldon Creed, uh, Justin Allgaier, Josh Berry, Brandon Jones. But on the other side of that, you have got 30 or, you know, 20 other cars, 25 other cars out there that include Austin Dillon. Uh, you've got Austin Hill, which I don't care. Uh, but you've got, you know, Riley Herbs. You've got uh, all these guys out here that have a possibility of winning this race too. Ross Chastain is in the uh, in the ninety one, right? I mean, all these guys that we've been talking about with an outside shot at maybe doing well. Tyler Reddick in the twenty four. That's a loaded field. You're giving. I'm going to hedge, and if I'm going to hedge, I'm going to hedge at minus one hundred five for any car that's not one of those big top junior motorsports cars uh to win I, I feel like this is a very good hedge if if i'm being honest with you well uh you know i'm glad that i did not enter this because i was looking at this and i'm like well you got a hammer under nine and a half right but then uh now that i see that you're on the other side we talked about it on the recap show yesterday rod knows these number winning bets he's very good at these so i'll go with him there we're gonna hedge it with three guys three of our four winners we're gonna give out are under this number so if you hit one of them, you're not going to care about losing that anyways. So it is a solid strategy, though. I mean, you're getting a majority of the field above this number. Yes, a lot of the top favorites and best drivers in the field are underneath, but not even everybody. You've got three Cup Series stars that are going to be above this number anyways. Um, so it, it's not a bad not a bad argument to be made. And again, I'm not going to argue with you on these, these number bets because 
you're you're the goat at those, Rod. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, I to me when I saw that and I saw where it was juiced, I thought that's a perfect hedge bet for anybody that's not in there. And you know, like I said, there's a few on the outside of that that I'm even thinking could end up winning anyways. So if it's not Cole Custer, if it's not Barry, if it's not Allgaier, you know, if it's not one of those guys, then then I think we're we're good with over nine and a half as the the car number. So. Um, all right, all that's left to do now, pick our winners. But we got to step away for a quick break. Come back. We're going to give you our picks for the winners of this race. But let's tell you now that the SGPN merch store continues to add new items. In fact, we got a whole new stock of NASCAR gambling podcast merch that you have got to go check out right now at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Get your favorite shirts, hats, sweaties, sweaties, hoodies, sweats. What you make? We just made a new line of of clothing called a sweaty. Uh, go get it. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Listen, I want and I need to get because we just relaunched. Uh, a, a NASCAR gambling podcast coffee mug uh, because I drink a ton of coffee and I love sipping from a mug that blazons our emblem on it. So I am picking that up as soon as we get off the microphone and I will be able to drink heavily out of that. And who knows what else is in that coffee mug? Whatever. You can add whatever you want to that. I'm not going to judge. You want a little Irish coffee in the morning? Drink it. From the NASCAR Gambling Podcast <laughs> mug that you find only on store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Go there right now. Well, hold on. Not right now. Wait till the show's over. Then go there. Actually, you're on your phone. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah, you can browse and listen. <laughs> you can browse and listen. Uh, that ad read took a twist. All right. We'll, we'll end it here. Uh, all right. Now it's time to pick our winners for the... Production Alliance 300. <laughs> uh, I'm still thinking about what I'm going to be drinking out of that NASCAR gambling podcast <laughs> mug. <laughs> oh, uh, Rod. <laughs> or what I've already no, been drinking is, out of this. <laughs> yeah, there is some pretty cool stuff over there. Definitely go check it out. You can get shirts, hoodies. Our guy Jake uh, hooked us up big time with some some pretty sweet stuff. If you see the, the art on our uh, podcast thing with the cool looking helmet. That's the logo they use on those, so uh, it's it's pretty sweet looking. Definitely go check that stuff out. Yep, grab your sweaties. Yeah, your sweaties. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, winners for me. I've already beat the drum for this guy plenty today, so you understand why I'm taking him uh, since Cole Custer was no longer on the board for me. Brandon Jones is going to be my favorite to win this one. He's at twelve to one. I just I don't I think he's being undervalued for as good of a driver as he is as good as he is on this type of track, the style. Um, and he's in such good equipment. The number nine car won more races for JRM than any other car last year. Yes, it's a different crew chief. Yes, it's a different driver, but that's a steady stable of cars and and a steady team that's going to produce week in and week out. Um, we already saw it last week. Again, yes, super speedway, but they did a good job of being up there at the end and being together and, and working well. Um, and I think that they do a lot of information sharing over there. You've got some guys like Justin Allgaier that's been around a long time. A guy like Josh Berry over there. Not been in the Xfinity Series for very long, but he's a longtime racer uh, to continue to share their knowledge. And Jones himself has been in the series for a few years, and he's proven he can get it done. So Brandon Jones, 12-1. to 1. And Then for my long shot, a guy that I just can't quit when he's long shot like this, Sheldon Creed, he's at 30-1. to 1 it's I it's, it's this is a tough one right it there's not really I almost to consider just going with Austin Dillon at 15 to 1 but I like to go with a little bit of a longer shot and a Creed is a guy who can get it done we saw it so many times last year where he had one of the better cars we know he's one of the more talented drivers in the field it just never worked I hope he's got that shaken off now uh he was involved in a wreck last year so we didn't get to see much from him uh, he did finish second at Darlington after leading 47 laps, lost to Kyle Larson on that last lap or two pass uh, where he almost got that first win. Uh, back in the truck series, he's won at Darlington, second place at Kansas, some of the higher wear tracks there as well. Um, and so Sheldon Creed at 30-1. to 1, It's a loaded field this week, and it's going to be a bit of an uphill battle, but at 30-1, to 1, he's a guy who can get it done. 
And if I'm looking for a long shot to bet on, that's good enough for me. And once Creed gets that win, I know I've said this a few times, but once he does get it, his, you're not going to see odds like this on him ever again. Uh, so take advantage while you can. And uh, he's going to be my favorite long shot darling until until we finally hit one one of these days. And he's in his home state. so And we know that he is our favorite You're Canadian non-Canadian. <laughs> 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 yep, they're up in Canada, which is where Sheldon Creed's going to be. <laughs> If you're new to the show, because we do have a lot of new listeners, yes, we do. Rod said a couple of times last season that Sheldon Creed was his favorite Canadian, uh, and then somebody pointed out to us that Sheldon Creed's from California, so he's now our favorite Canadian from California. They're both <laughs> CA. All I'm saying, I just, I just know that it was CA CA, and that's that's all I'm going to stick by. Uh, says the guy from California himself. Yeah, says the guy that lives in California. Yeah. Sheldon Creed was my neighbor, which is why I thought he lived in Canada. That's my bad. Uh, <laughs> all right. So my winners begin with the double zero car of Cole Custer. We've talked about him all episode long. Cody beat me to the punch to try to explain to uh, everybody why he's going to be good. But what I'll lean on is obviously the fact that he's won here twice. And then the last two times he's taken this track, he's taken the trekker flag home. That's That already speaks to you that he should be the favorite. And yes, he is the favorite. But what I also love about this is that at 5-1, to one, that is still, for a guy that's won the last two times that he's been on this track, for a guy that has been as dominant in the Xfinity Series as he's been, to still get him at 5-1 to one to win this race, that's almost unheard of. I would have thought that he'd be at 250. I would thought that he'd be about 300. But he's well, a f- he is 3 he is three to 1 in another place. We'll so. see. So gra- chop around. around. And get the number, yep. Absolutely, for that 5-1 to one because... I'm telling you right now, that book is sleeping. You need to go jump on that right now. We think and we basically have laid it out that he's probably going to get his third in a row here. And I'd be surprised if he didn't. Um, And and I really, like I said, the only reason I'm really kind of picking that winning number over nine and a half is just in case something crazy happens. I mean, it's NASCAR. You can't necessarily, as much as we can try to predict, we can't predict when a tire blows. We can't predict when a loose wheel happens on pit road or somebody gets into you in the in the right rear you know that's that kind of stuff you can't predict so you have to hedge a little bit so but we fully believe that cole custer is going to win and at five to one like i said this value for a a, a outright winner you kind of can't pass that up honestly and and that's where we're going with this um cody was going to get there first and put it i knew he would too that's why oh yeah that's that's why you got in there that's why this is hammer this one in my opinion i mean I fully back you on this, Rod. I love Custer this week. I think he's going to be the best car and the best driver. Like you said, again, something could get in the way, a tire, a wreck, bad time caution, any number of things. That's why you have have other guys to sprinkle stuff on and you take some of these other bets. But Custer should be the class of the field. Chick Hicks could try to slam your tire and and send you spinning. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that that's where I'm at there. And then my long shot, because you know Cody got me into this long shot game. I was only picking one once upon a time, but Cody's like, nah, 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 nah. Get get into this long shot fun. So I'm gonna hey, pick. One works all the time. Yeah, Might sometimes. Well yeah. Uh, all right, I'm I'm picking Riley Herbst at thirty to one as my long shot. I I know that Cody had just gotten done before the break talking about how Herbst probably won't win and and hasn't won and and I get that and I and I fully believe all of that, but. I feel like we saw a different side uh, of Riley Herbst in the Daytona 500 that I don't think I've seen in in a, a while. And look, last season, he had 20 top 10 finishes in 33 starts. That means that that dude is around the front all the freaking time. And so at some point, something's got to punch through, right? And in 2020, he finished as the runner-up in this race. 2022, he finished in ninth place. Those are the only two, only two starts that he's had on this track. And, I mean, that's pretty good for a guy that we know is like a Kevin Harvick, like you said. Gives you solid finishes week in and week out. Like, he's definitely going to be around the front, but it's just so hard to punch through. Well, maybe this is his season. I, I saw a fight out of Riley Herbst last week that I hadn't well, seen in a while. He's got the addition of a lifetime on his hands right now. He's got the sponsorship backing. Monster absolutely loves this dude that's why he's kept this ride so long the number four car is vacant next year a lot of the free agents are quickly being re-signed by their teams the track house guys got taken off the table bowman got taken off the table we continue to see the free agent pool shrinking the four car is going to be open 
The 10 car is either going to be open next season or the following. The 41 car, there's still questions. Does Priest stay there or whatever? And so there is big-time questions at Stuart Haas on their Cup Series program. And if Herps wants to get one of those rides, you got to think he's got to win at some point in order to get in there. I don't know that he's bringing that much sponsorship money to the table. Uh, and so what better time to do it than now? And at these odds, when we think that the other car that's going to be prepared exactly the same as his should be the best car in the field, granted there's a talent discrepancy behind the wheel, yes, but doesn't mean he can't put himself in position to be there. He's finished second before in the race, so what says he can't finish first this time? And uh, and I think that second was that the other time Cole Custer won here as well, I believe. Yeah, it was twenty. Yeah, it was twenty twenty. Yeah. Custer won so, that one. Yep. Yeah. So again, they could find themselves up there running one two at the end or something. Uh, and yeah, so I do like it. And again, I had noticed you put Creed in there or uh, put Custer in there that, when I glanced, but I hadn't even looked at your other driver uh, when I entered my Riley Herbs pick. So. Glad to see we're both kind of high on him this week. Uh, and I think he could be a guy that really could surprise you. Oh, Hank, sorry. Uh, we don't want to put out misinformation. We just don't want to do that. Oh, no. uh, Harrison Burton. 2019 then. <laughs> Harrison Burton won the 2020 race where Riley Herbst finished second. And uh, Herbst did not lead a lap in that one, but he did uh, find his way into second. He was actually second in stage one. Uh, fell out of the top ten. In st- oh, I'm sorry. He was uh, fourth in stage two. And then uh, finished Song around the front all day. Yeah. So he was around the front all day. There you go. I like it. So perfect. Perfect. Uh, so get out your pen and paper. Let us read down the bets for this production. I'm going to keep saying it, you guys. So if you want to take a shot every time I say it, this is the last chance <laughs> you get. Production Alliance 300. Go back and listen to the show again if you want to get drunk. Uh, that that's what my my suggestion. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. The Production Alliance three hundred bets. Cody started it off with Cole Custer as a top three car because he wanted to beat me to the punch at minus one twenty. I gave you uh, Josh Berry as a top three car at plus one forty. Cody followed it up with Brandon Jones as the winner of Group A. Go back and listen to Group A to figure out wh- wh- uh, who was in that one at plus seven hundred. I said Sam Mayer was going to be a top five car, thus completing the Junior Motorsports all-domination of this race at plus 175. And then Cody gave you uh, Brandon Jones over Sam Mayer at minus 110, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Jones could finish third and Mayer finishes fourth, and we're all happy. Um, I said that uh, Josh Berry is going to finish over John Hunter Nemechek at minus 110. Cody said Cole Custer is going to finish Better than Justin Allgaier at minus 115. I said that Austin Dillon was going to finish over Austin Hill in the Battle of the Austins at minus 115. Cody said Riley Herbst was going to finish inside the top five at plus 600. I'm hedging my winning car number over nine and a half at minus 105 just in case. Uh, Brandon Jones wins at plus 1,200. Sheldon Creed wins at plus 300. Or Cole Custer wins at plus 500. Uh, but if Riley Herbst wins at 30 to 1, then we're all happy. We're all popping champagne. We're all eating steak. So uh, that is the bets for the weekend of the Production Alliance 300 Xfinity race from Fontana, uh, California. Uh, we are... Again, man, this is this is in season now, man. It's so much fun. Uh, now we're at Auto Club. Now we're in California, back in my home state, um, having a good time. And and Cody, I'm I'm loving it, and I'm loving being back. Yeah, it's so nice to be in the full sway, swing of things, Rod. Giving out picks nonstop. Sucks we don't have the Truck Series this week, but that's okay. Uh, the Xfinity and Cup Series will do. Nice to be back at a track that's a little more predictable than the chaos of of daytona of course um so yeah i'm just man such a fun week last week the numbers again incredible so thank you to everyone all the new listeners all the old listeners uh it's already started again this week with our with our recap if you didn't get a chance to check that out go check it out we kind of break down all three races and how our bets went or or didn't go (laughs) but uh yeah i'm excited it's gonna be gonna be a fun week I, i think we're in for some pretty good racing. These were the kind of ideal tracks last year, the higher tire wear tracks, the faster tracks. Uh, these, this was really, really good racing the mile and a half. 
the two mile tracks. So gonna gonna be a good week. Gonna be a good weekend, Rod. I'm pumped for it. Let's do it. All right, let's close up shop for the Xfinity. We'll come back tomorrow with the Cup Series bets. Um, and then we'll actually do probably DFS on Thursday, Friday. Let's have a little fun. Let's let's have an open mic. We're gonna set something up for you guys to uh, to call in or or leave some messages, and uh, we'll talk some NASCAR with you on Friday because Kevin Harvick. Oh, because I pushed a wrong button. Take a shot when I do that. Well, uh, Kevin Harvick, little oh, little go bet on Kevin Harvick right now. Is that what you're saying, Rod? I don't know. Is that Kevin Harvick? Ooh, that was happening. Uh, all right, <laughs> I got buttons on here that say Kevin Harvick on it. Uh, anyways, yes, uh, we'll we'll do that. We'll have some fun with you on Friday because again we don't have an Xfinity or a truck series race so might as well uh, have fun with an episode with you guys the listeners so keep an eye out for that how to get involved and we'll keep you posted but until then Cody uh, let's let everybody know where they can find you on social media yep you can follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb uh, follow the show as well at NASCAR gambling and yeah you can find all my work uh, all my work there on Twitter and uh, yeah we'll share share plenty of stuff from the uh, show's account as well Yep, it's definitely a fun hang. Of course, get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Tons of you guys jumping in there, and it is so much fun. Uh, we had fun on Daytona 500. We'll have fun again uh, in Fontana watching the race together. So follow me on Twitter at Gomez. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it's in between media. Go check out The Back Road on YouTube. Have some fun with us each and every week. We'll be back tomorrow little cup series action from uh, Fontana, California. So until then, let's go racing and let it ride.